This is Talking Tech brought to you by Whirlpool Corporation, a show where we bring you different perspectives and solutions to everyday commercial laundry issues. We are here to give you tips and tricks that can make your life a little easier and save you some time. I'm Freddie. I'm Jordan. And this is Talking Tech. Welcome everyone to today's episode of Talking Tech. My name's Freddie. I'm joined today by Jordan. You might recognize our voices from the commercial tech line where we help technicians in need get through their day. If there's any questions you would like to ask us or cover, please use the questionnaire that you can find below or give us a call at 269-759-6044 and also on serviceconnections.org, both linked below. Maintenance is an important part of every laundry facility. Unlike our vehicles that give us maintenance reminders, laundry equipment only gives us faults when something has occurred. Maintenance can be forgotten or put aside in favor of turns and profit. Unfortunately, not maintaining laundry equipment could lead us to less turns and therefore potentially reduce our profit or productivity. In today's podcast, we will be talking about and touching on common maintenance items to look after in order to be more effective. Freddie, with your experience in commercial laundry, why do you feel that maintenance tends to be ignored on commercial equipment? Well, commercial laundry tends to be about turns. Whether you're in a coin or on-premises laundry, Productivity is always first. This style of thinking supersedes maintenance. Furthermore, attendants might not know the ins and outs needed to foresee an issue. They're concerned about their task at hand. Lastly, issues are not recognized until there is a complaint. Our goal is to be ahead of the curve in order to reduce downtime. Okay, so with that said, Freddie, how do you suggest owners and their maintenance staff go about maintaining their machines? Well, education is key. But first, let's begin with a simple list. Using maintenance checklists based on manufacturer's recommendations can give you a leg up on maintenance and keeping track of the health of your machines. As an example, we all know that we should clean the lint filter before every use. But how about door gaskets, belts, and even tumbler rollers? You should begin with a checklist or a spreadsheet showing the model, serial number, and location of, of the machine in the store facility. Pictures of the healthy components could also assist staff when they identify a problem. Next, set reminders. This can definitely help you keep accountable. Along with this list, keeping a maintenance history will also help technicians. As technicians, our first job is to confirm the issue at hand. With a service or maintenance checklist, we can identify the machine that needs work, along with details that could have been missed due to a shift change. So Jordan, can you give me a couple of examples or points of, um, that we could check for maintenance on commercial dryers? But before we go any further, we would like to remind you to take all safety precautions before and while maintenancing your machines. All machines should be safely turned off and locked out. Safety is our priority. One of the key requirements of an effective tumble dryer is airflow. Adequate airflow allows for the machine to wick away moisture, allowing for an effective drying. Both the simplest and most important maintenance you can perform on your dryer is, in fact, cleaning the lint filter. It is recommended that the lint filter is cleaned before or after each use. Not cleaning the lint filter could restrict airflow, which in turn, would reduce drying efficiency. Door seals and latches are also an important checkpoint. Making sure they are in working order can ensure the machine is well sealed and will pull in the airflow switch if one is present. In the same breath, making sure temperature sensors are free of lint ensures accurate temperature readings. Lint buildup around components such as computer boards, coin acceptors, if equipped, should be inspected. As Jordan previously stated, if the machine is equipped with an airflow switch, we would like to see it free of lint. The same would go for ignition modules, glow bars, or any heating component. Lastly, adding a yearly exhaust system checkup will allow the dryers to breathe freely. 
an HVAC or HVAC technician could use a manometer to check exhaust flow is within spec. Now, Jordan, what would be the next maintenance checkpoint? Well, Freddie, another key component in a commercial dryer is the integrity of our tumbler belts and, if equipped, our tumbler rollers. These two components are essential to the effective operation of your dryer as they support your drum and allow it to tumble the clothes effectively. Yeah, Jordan, that's a great point. Checking these key components can help the longevity of their commercial dryer and will reduce downtime. Additionally, these checks can help you set up future maintenance as you will know what components need attention. Now, Freddie, obviously you need a washer to go with your dryer. So now that we've covered the basics of maintaining a dryer, what steps would you take to ensure that washer, our washers are in good working order? So washers are the heart of any laundry facility. We trust them to first clean our clothes successfully before taking them to the dryer. In order to do so, we must follow some simple steps. To begin with, we must assure that the door glass, door gaskets, and soap dispensers are free of any buildup or debris. This will not only present a cleaner washer, but may also prolong the life of door gaskets. Second, you want to make sure that the door hinges are moving freely and the door lock is operating as intended. Having the door not shut properly is a sure way to take up an attendant's time, and the customer could also think that there is an issue with the washer. Going further in depth, it is a good practice to check the cleanliness of drain filters, if applicable, and drain operation. Drain and water inlet filters could also become clogged over time. Not maintaining these two checkpoints can increase wash times as drain and fills will become longer. Lastly, belts are a critical part of the drive system. Visually inspecting the belts for cracks and wear can warn you of future maintenance to come. So that's a great point, Freddie. That's uh, definitely something that all owners should be aware of. Uh, and while you were kind of going down the list of things you would check, I actually was thinking that some machines may be equipped with inverters or coin drops, if not a combination of both. If accessible, it's always good practice to check periodically to ensure that those two components are free of lint, similar to how we did with the dryers. So those are all good points, Jordan. Now that you know that the washer is in good working condition, running a clean-out cycle periodically is a good idea. This will help with soap buildup that can affect the next wash cycle. And as always, we recommend you use the manufacturer's manual for the recommended maintenance specifications and intervals. All right, Freddie, so I think that's all great points we kind of made, kind of informing the audience as to, you know, basic maintenance they can do to help potentially increase the longevity of their machines. Uh, with that said, do you think there's any differences between a coin laundry setting and a maintenance checklist as well as an, to an OPL laundry setting? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously they are both two completely different facilities, but they use the same style of machines. Now coin laundry, it's all about turns, getting, getting in and out. Um, obviously it's a completely different environment. We are dealing with a customer. So as we said before, the attendant is kind of the in-between person there. If we're not keeping a great checklist of things and you have shift changes, then a lot of that information tends to be lost over time. Um, addition to that, we have several customers going in. So there is not a lot of consistency there in either the information that you're getting in or the customer who's using the same machine. So a checklist or an and checking all these things is a very helpful Thing to do especially to keep track of all your machines in an opl facility we might have the same staff and we might only have three to four machines or you might just have two washers two dryers so it's a lot simplified also you also have maybe a first shift and a second shift so it's a lot easier to narrow down issues but still a checklist can help basically narrow down and not only narrow down but to keep track of the health of your machine 
over time, right? In an OPL facility, because you only have two washers, two dryers, or maybe only one in one, it's, it's very important to kind of keep on, on this checklist and on the maintenance because if one goes down, that's a big deal. Yeah, that was very well said, Freddie. Uh, clearly, you know, coin facilities and OPL facilities, they're kind of two different things. But at the same time, like you said, they use the same equipment and they kind of have to play by the same rules. All right, everybody. So rounding this episode out, we're going to end with what we like to call the help code. So Jordan, what do you have for us today? Uh, as Freddie says, the help code segment. So what I have for you guys today is going to be about checking faults and help code history. Now, did you know, for one, that there is a help and fault code history? On digital displayed single load equipment, we store three help codes and four or eight fault codes. This depends on the model. This is helpful when you are unable to obtain the original complaint when servicing the machine. Help codes are commonly the machine being misused. Fault codes inform us that there may be an issue with a component within the machine. When we walk into a laundromat, I always say we need to confirm the issue. But a lot of times technicians, technicians don't have that information at hand. So going to the fault history is a great way to build a story, build a foundation, as I always say. Now, this also helps out multi-load machines as well. Some boards, such as Phase 7, do store fault codes. And if we see a pattern, we can then build that story, even if the customer doesn't have any details or the attendant can't really help us out. Yeah, absolutely, Freddie. Imagine it as the machine has an issue or there may be a potential fault, but no one really saw it. Just say no one was there to get that confident, rock-solid information. So the machine itself essentially took note of what happened and will then tell you to help you build your story behind what happened and hopefully get the machine up and running. Yeah, so I hope this helps you guys out. And again, as usual, if you need any help getting into these uh these uh, settings, please let us know. Give us a shout. So that's it for today's episode of Talking Tech. If you have a topic you would like us to cover, please let us know by sending us a quick message or use the questionnaire link below. You can also find us at the tech line at 269-759-6044 or on serviceconnections.org where you can find equipment information, technical sheets, installation manuals, specs, parts, and more. Till next time.